You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. major word in the text is is perfect one antithesis or opposite of perfect is wrong when something is wrong you usually utter out of your mouth this is not right This is not correct, not accurate. And taking it further, when something is wrong, we say that it's not working properly, not functioning the way it should function. Now, mind you, I I have said that something was wrong simply because I was not doing what I needed to do. You, You ever blame something on a thing or a person, but in hindsight, it wasn't anything wrong with the thing of the person, it was just you. Something wrong with it now is and sometimes we'll say something is wrong with something because we'll take it out of the pack and just start using it and when it does not work right, we'll say, oh man, this thing damaged. No, you should have read the instruction. Instead of thinking that you could just open up the pack and use it based upon your limited knowledge. I can't tell you how many times I have deemed something wrong when, when in actuality it was me. I was the problem. I'm coming clean. I was hoping I was going to get some folk over here in the middle and over here to come clean. Have you ever been wrong before? Now, there are people that when it comes to God's word, because they don't really properly understand it, whether it's because they have not been taught right, uh, they don't know how to rightly divide the word, and so forth, that they reach the conclusion that God and all that pertains to him is pseudo. God is not real. Yeah, I pray, but nothing happened. So I don't pray no more because every time I pray, I don't get no results. Prayer does not work. It's wrong. There are even people that confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. But when it comes to their thoughts, words, and deeds... They say that God's word is wrong. So God said he was going to bless you, but because you didn't get it when you thought you should have got it, now you say it is wrong or it does not work. You prayed that God would heal you, but when you went back to the doctor, the doctor said it had got worse So now your conclusion is that prayer does not work 
uh, is wrong. See, see, y'all don't want to come clean, but I, I have been there to where I asked God to do something and it didn't happen on my timetable. And so I, I reached the conclusion where God just don't want to do it. That was the wrong conclusion because it was not in line with the word. Why did he say he would do it if he didn't do it? He said, ask and it shall be given. So why did he tell you to ask if it's not going to be given? Seek, you'll find. You sought, you didn't find it. So now you say, well, maybe, you know, he don't want to give me this. But why did he say it? Why did he say it? And I, I used to just say crazy stuff. Well, I prayed about it, but ain't nothing happened. Man, it's been 10 days, ain't nothing happened. Lord have mercy. Maybe I need to ask him again. So now you think he can't hear. See, you have to understand that, that often we put the way we think it ought to happen uh, in a way that says, God, this is how it should be. So since it ain't the way I think it ought to happen, you must not be going to do it. But see, Isaiah was clear. He said, look, his ways are not as our ways. He's not going to do it the way you expect him to do it, the way you think he ought to do it. And sometimes that's what we want. See, we expect when we pray, we go back to the doctor, it's wonderful. But see, that's not, that's not the way God operates. God may allow it to get two times worse just to see how you're going to react. To see if you're going to call his word right or you're going to say, well, it's wrong because I tried it, but it didn't. How many of them have been exposed thus far? And so, sometimes, even as Christians, we say that God's word does not do what he deemed it would do. There are folks that, that rely more on medicine than God because of their past relationship with praying to God about their healing. <laughs> Well, I prayed he didn't do this. So I'm just going to take. No, I'll just tell the whole truth. Now, you, you prayed it didn't happen when you wanted it to happen. Then you did such and such. But he'll do what he said. And if he does not do particular things. The way you want him to do it, that does not mean he's wrong or he has lied to you. You just don't understand the manual the way you need to understand it. God is not a God that will do things the way you want him to do it. He's going to do it his way. And see, that's, that's the reason we have to learn from Scripture that instead of it being our way, we just say, Lord, your will be done. If you don't want to bring me out this way, you, you got something else in mind, your will be done. I'm going to tell you something. After blaming God, after saying this, that, and the other, I have learned that God can't be wrong. God is always right. 
I, I, I have went through things ju just, to, just to see if it's going to happen the way he promised it would happen. And it does. You just have to learn to stick to what God said and watch God show up and show out. And, and, it, and if God decides not to manifest something for you, if you look at the manual or his word close enough, you'll know why. God fulfills his word. But, but it's not according to our way, our thinking. Remember Isaiah in that same chapter, Isaiah 55, when he said his ways are not our ways, he also said in that very chapter, once he sends forth his word, it's going to do exactly what he sent it to do. That's just God. I told God, I'm going to trust you for this, and I ain't looking to no alternative because you said you'd do it, so I'm just going to wait on you to do it. And I went through some, some ups and downs, but God did it. You hear me? God did it. You just have to know because God will do what he said. But wait on him. Wait on, wait on him to give you direction. Because God will tailor it according to who you are. I said he'll tailor it according to who you are. I, I was listening to the mother. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine, but you need to make sure that God is leading you to take it. Why? Proverbs 3. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll what? Nothing wrong, with, nothing wrong with doing this, that, and the other. You just need to make sure that before you do anything, God is telling you to do it. I tell folks, I hadn't took anything in 30 plus years. That's not bragging. That's just simply because God hadn't told me to. Woo! He hadn't told me to. If he would have told me to, I would have did it. Been out of debt for years. That don't mean I won't go back in it unless he tells. But the only way I do it is if he tells me to. See, the bottom line, you have to trust God to the point to where you just believe when it comes to him that he is perfect. He is never wrong. You need to always keep a mirror before you so you can decree even when it does not happen the way you want it to happen. God is not at fault in this. It's my fault. A God is not done yet. I just got to keep trusting him to do what he promised he would do. And you, you, you got to say it and you got to understand scripture like 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. All of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. You got to trust God because he is perfect. Perfect. The only being that is perfect Jesus was clear when, when he said to a person, there is only one that's flawless, one that's without error, and that's God. God is on, yeah, he's the only one. That means somebody can tell you something that sounds right, but it may not be right. That means they can show you something that looks right, but it may not be right. God has the final say. See, you just don't need to get into these little cliques where folk just say, you know, God has the final. No, you need to know in your being that that's true. He has the final say. So you don't take nobody's opinion. You don't take nobody's word until you... Hear it from God. Whether he speaks it to you directly or indirectly. He has the final say. And the only word you're going to take without asking question is God's word. Why? He has the final say. And when it comes to your faith, that's important because the Hebrew writer revealed to us that, that we need to look to Jesus who is the author and finisher of our what? Faith. 
That means when it comes to my trust, when it comes to what I'm believing God for, I need to make sure that I allow Jesus to be the leader as well as the finish. Lord, it ain't over until you say it's over. It ain't done until you say it's done because you are the author and the finisher of my faith. But you have to know that. Because some, some of you are just like I used to be. You, you don't blame God for a whole lot of stuff. Watch this. I hope I hope you ain't too proud this morning, but I'm in it by a show of hand, you'll blame God for something. And got mad at God about not doing something you asked him to do. You got to understand his ways. You got to understand that, that it's not always going to be on your timetable. Sometimes it will. And based upon it, you have your little song together. He's an on-time God. Yeah, it happened on your time that time, but the next time it might not. Because God ain't going to be your flunky. He ain't going to do it when you want him to do it. He going to do it with purpose in mind. Because often God will let you go through something. That's bigger than you. I'm going to let her go through it. But I'm going to let her go through it. In order for a hundred folks to know that they can go through it. I mean, understand, this is very important that we as children of God never get to the point to where we blame God. We think God is like a person with flaws. God has no flaws. You holding on? His word has no flaws. David knew it. David said, the law of the Lord is perfect. When God sends his message, it's, it's the perfect word for his people. God will give you exactly what you need to come out of what you need to come out of. God will give you exactly what you need to move forward. The law of the Lord is what? Perfect. A perfect message. How in the world did that girl get off that crack? And she had been trying to get off of, off of it for years. She got the perfect message. She got the perfect word that, that will give her the deliverance that she needed. How in the world did the woman with the issue of flow of blood who got worse after worse even when physicians tried to help her. How in the world did she end up not only getting her healing but being whole because she got the perfect message. But she had it in her being. She had it in her being that if she could just get to Jesus, her life was going to change on that day. She understood that if I can just, if I can just allow that word to get down on the inside of me and think it, talk it, and do it, it'll change my life for the better. Say to your neighbor, there is nothing like God's word. That's the reason we are standing right now. That's the reason you're healed right now. That's the reason you're delivered right now. That's the reason you came from the bottom to the top. That's the reason you're not struggling the way you used to struggle. Simply because you got the right message. And that word, that law changed your life for the better. I tell you, folks, it wasn't nothing but the word that changed me. Is a word that powerful? Yeah, because the word equates God. John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. 
I tell folk in a minute, can't nobody do me like. Y'all better help me preach it. Can't nobody do you like the Lord. Can't nobody do you like the Lord. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. I said, nobody but nobody but nobody. And so again, the psalmist decree, the law of the Lord is perfect. It's perfect. It's exactly what I need to come through what I'm going through right now. I thank you for what you told me and, and I appreciate what you said. It sounds like some good advice but because you are a man I got to consult God about it because he has the final say in my life. I'm not against professionals. I'm not against folks who have studied for years telling me what they think their opinion but I have to hear from God. I to know that what they are saying is in line with the will of God for my life. How many understanding? But you have to have in your being that his law is If I'm going to come out of this, it's going to be God bringing me out. If I'm going to come out of this, I got to get exactly what God has ordained for me so I can think, I can talk and I can operate according to his will. I can't be back and forth. See, if you don't believe God's law is perfect, you'll be back and forth. You'll believe somebody one minute, you'll come to church, get happy and believe God but then for the week out, somebody else understand something and now you go back and forth. And when you're back and forth not believing that God's word is perfect, that he has the final say, guess what you're going to get? Nothing. Why? You're double-minded. A double-minded person, James said, is unstable in all his or her ways. And he went on to say, let not this person think that he or she will receive anything from who? The Lord. You mean my blessings will be cut off because I'm going back and forth? Paul understood it. That's the reason he encouraged the Corinthian church be steadfast and unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain. I'm praying for my healing and it's not in vain. I'm praying that I move forward and it's not in vain. Yeah, the trials of life are coming against my mind, coming against my body, but I still believe what God said because Jesus himself decreed heaven and earth shall pass but not God's word say to your neighbor the law of the Lord is perfect you act like you have you, you, you think that Bible is all that it is all that you treat that Bible like it's something good to eat it's better than a good steak it's better than cream potatoes and gravy it's better than anything you can imagine that's the reason Jesus himself said to the devil in Matthew 4 and 4 man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God you gotta come to church ready for that proceeding word ready for that word that God himself ordained for you to receive in order to make you productive in every aspect of your life that's the reason some of us, we don't mind telling folks, I got to have the word. Yeah, you can stay at home if you want, but I got to have the word. I got to get something from God. I got to go and see what he's going to put on the table. I got to go and see what God has ordained for me to have. Say to your neighbor, I understand that Jesus is his word. And can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do me like. But then he took it further. He said the law of the Lord is perfect. 
flawless. But then he said it's life changing. He said it'll convert the soul, the nephesh. It'll convert the mind and the entire person. See, it has to start with the mind, though. That's the reason Nephesh not only represents the person, but the person's mindset. See, so you have to change your mindset. You can't have no mind to where you you grasping at everything you hear, believe in every opinion, believe in this. You got to make up in your mind whose report you're going to believe. Because it's going to be a whole lot of reports being put on the table. You got to make up in your mind whose report you're going to believe. folks saying you ain't do I don't care what folks say I'm just interested in the report of God I just want to know what he would have me do I want to know what he would have me think say and do he says it converts the soul it transforms the soul to convert or to transform means that it's going to be an obvious change. An undeniable change. A change to where when you look with your literal eyes, you can't help but to see that something major has took place in a person's life. When you listen with your ears, you can't help but hear that something major has happened in that person's life. She don't curse no more. Yeah, it's something done happen because every other word out of her mouth used to be a curse word. Bray done stop coming to the club. Something major done happened to Bray. You know Bray would beat everybody else to the club and he would leave the club last. But he don't stop coming. You know TJ ain't left the gambling table. Burn up his car as TJ. As tight as old used to be, you talking about he a deacon and he gives and tell folks to give to God? An obvious change has taken place. That's the reason you have some folk that say they say you look at them like no you ain't saved. I, I don't see no change about you. But then other folk tell you they say that yeah she's saved. Yeah I need I used to know that girl. I know she at one time it was popular for everybody to say they were Christian. But folks that have really been transformed, it's an obvious change. If you treated folk bad before you got saved and you still treat folk bad... If you lied all the time before you got saved and you still... If God's word didn't cause you to praise him before you got saved and now it still don't cause you to. If you robbed God before you got saved and you still robbing. I'm still contextual. Because he says the law of the Lord is perfect and it converts the soul and obvious change.
And man, when I, when I look in this church, even if I had known you as long as I known other folk, I can see the obvious change. Man, when I look at Candyman Lalonza, I know there has been an obvious change. Slick Brother Randy, I know there has been an obvious change. He wasn't called Slick just to be called Slick. It's too slick. Slick's Rick and Slick Randy. You can tell when folks have been changed for the battle. You can tell when a woman has went from being Don't get mad at me, skanky. To sanctified. You be like, man, that girl, she done changed her life for the better. I know some of y'all didn't like that word, but that, that was the word that came to me so you could really understand. You can tell when a man done went from low down. sanctified even when a man has went from being a wimp to being sanctified it's an obvious change see see when we have said well she says she's saved but I don't know when God changes somebody it's going to be so obvious that you're going to know now, initially, when they start off as a babe, you, you'll be like, yeah, well, she still got to do this, that, and the other. But as time goes on, you can tell when a person has truly been blood washed. And that's the reason he, he says here to us that when a conversion has taken place that was divine, it's because of the law. Of the message of God. If you come to church one way. And after the message of God. You leave that same way. You have a problem. Now it's different if you come to church one way. And the preacher is just saying something. Just to say it. And you leave the same way or worse. But if it is the anointing of God and you come to church with a mind to receive God's word, he is going to convert you and you are going to leave here better. You're holding on mentally, emotionally, physically in every aspect of your life. The woman, when she came to church, she came with that flow of blood. But because she received that word, when she left church, that flow was not there. She got her complete healing. There were others that, that when they came to hear the word of God, they left with a totally different mindset. The word of God should always transform you for the better. And once God transforms you for the better as a free moral agent, don't you allow your neighbor, your kinfolk, your spouse, or whoever to get you back entangled in bondage. Paul had given the Galatian church a word that had transformed them for the better, but they got to hanging with the wrong folk, and Paul had to ask them the question, who in the world has bewitched you? Who in the world have you been around that they done got you back in bondage? Let me close it. Listen to this. When God sends us a word, it's going to cause us to repent if we receive it the right way. 
Let me just deal with this for a minute. Go with me to Acts, the third chapter. Y'all stay with me. Acts chapter 3. Now, preaching has been going on by Peter. And so finally, this is what Peter says in, in Acts 3 and 19. I was recorded saying, repent, therefore, but notice he says, and be converted. He had been preaching, so, so after the message, it was time to repent. Clear definition of repentance. Change your ways. Start thinking right, talking right, and doing right. Again, start thinking right, talking right, and doing right. That's what it means to repent. He had preached it and has time to change. When God gives you a clear way out of your predicament, don't leave here talking about, well, I think I'm wrong. Oh, I got to pray. You ain't got to pray about it. God, I told you exactly what to do according to his word. It ain't no need in praying. It's time now to repent and put it into action. And, and, but notice what he says will happen after repentance. This, this is key. Notice, repent therefore and be what? And when you're converted, look at, look at this, that your sin may be blotted out. Change going to happen. Sin kills. Whatever was killing you got to go after the message. When you receive the message and your thinking is changed, your talking is changed, and your deeds are changed, death has to go. He says your sin will be blotted out. But again, the wages of sin is. So sin equates. Whatever has been messing you up has to go. Whether it's emotionally, physically, or otherwise. But you have to believe what I'm telling you. Why? It's God's word. But see, it's hard for some folks to, to receive what I just said. You mean that if I just repent and, and change my ways, that, that God will move stuff? Yeah. But see, with your... With your intellectual mindset, grown person, you'll try to analyze it and try to figure out how can it be. That does not need to happen. Let me show you something Jesus said. Go with me to Matthew 18. Stay with me. Matthew 18. Keep in mind what we just talked about. If you repent. Be converted. Your sins will be blotted out. But look at what Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 18. Verse 3, this is what Jesus said to his disciples, people that were following him. Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. You won't receive what God has ordained for you to have if you don't become as little children. I heard pastors say we got to repent. I don't think I need to. See, you, you're trying to be too grown for your own good. You need to become like a little child. Why are you putting emphasis on that? Go with me to Proverbs 22. Consider Proverbs 22 and 6. 
train up a child. But notice how. In the way he or she should go. And when he or she is old, he or she will not depart from it. You have to know what way to go. You can't, you can't analyze it yourself. Somebody has to tell you what way to go. See, Solomon told us that God will direct our path. But sometimes we don't want God to do it. Because we're too grown. I said because we're too grown. You have to humble yourself as a child and say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'll do. Some folks think they're so intelligent that well, they have to, they have to analyze everything, and if it don't come out the way they think it should come out, it ain't right. Remember, the law of the Lord is. And it'll convert you. It'll change you for the battle. But you have to become as a child. A child depends on mama, daddy, to work things out. It's hard for grown folk. To look at God in that way and say, God, I'm your child. I'm just going to wait till you work it out. I ain't going to move until you tell me to move. Why? You too grown. You think you're on the same level with God. So you figure you got a way just like God got a way. And if in your mindset your way is better than his, that's what you'll do. I know preachers saying God saying such and such, but I'm feeling led to go this way. But God the one who said you need the preacher to tell you. He even told you you need the preacher, so while the preacher following me, you just follow the preacher. But see, when you get too big for your own britches address, you'll put God to the side. It's too deep for some of y'all. Some of y'all looking at me like, I'm listening, Pastor. I want you to just listen. I want you to receive. If, if I'm not rightly divided, it's reading when I dealt with this repent. I done, I done took you to Acts 3, 19, right? Then I took you to Matthew 18, and now we here in. Proverbs 22 and 6. Rightly what? Dividing the word. And so I have to become like a child. But some of us, it's hard to stay in that. Let God direct our path. Let him guide you into all truth. Because we feel that that we we can do it a little better. Or maybe somebody else that can tell us something. That can do it a little better. No, no, that's that's a mistake. That's the reason Solomon said, don't depart from it. Why? It's evil. Y'all hadn't read that. I need to show it to you. Let's go to Proverbs 3. Lord have mercy. Proverbs 3. This is very important. Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He shall what? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from what? It will be health to your what? And strength to your what? You can mess up your own body by listening to yourself. Or somebody else. Mess up your own life by listening to somebody else or yourself. You trust God. 
You don't trust me. Unless I'm following God. Unless I can show you in the word. That what I'm proclamating. Is divine. You have to, you have to understand that. You have to know that God has a final say. And you have to respect God. And how he does things. Directly. And indirectly. You never want to get to the point to where you're a Christian that believes wholly in common sense. You will mess yourself up. That's the reason God point blank say the just got to live by faith. Faith comes by and hearing. And so say, and so it will convert the soul. The law of God is perfect and it will convert the soul. But you have to walk in his law. Consider James 1. I'm closing. James chapter 1. Verse 25. Ready? James 1.25. But he or she who looks into the perfect, help me, of liberty. Now, now look at how James adds a word, but it's still in line with Psalm 19 and 7. But notice he said, he or she who looks into the perfect law of liberty. Won't it free you? The word will free you. But notice he says, and continues in it. Preach to us, James. And is not a forgetful hero. See, sometimes in, in, in the doctor's office, you got to remind yourself of what was said to you, of your wrangling. You get this negative report, but you got to remind yourself of your rank. You around folks that's talking negative, but you got to remind yourself of God's optimistic word. His word is not just called the gospel just to be called the gospel. The gospel equates to good news. That means you're going to always find something good in God's word. Even when it hurts you, you're going to find good in it. Even when it tells you to lay aside weight and sin, you're going to find something good. Why? It's the good news. He or she who looks into the law of the perfect law of liberty. And continues in it and is not a forgetful hero but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed. Notice in what he does. That means in every aspect of your life. You can't go to work without being blessed. You can't go on vacation without being blessed. You can't go to mama's house without being blessed. You can't even cut grass without being blessed. Everything you do, you're going to receive the blessings of God. One major word of bless is happy. You're going to be happy. I say you're going to be happy. No matter what you do for Christ, you're going to be happy. But you have to look into the word. To be blessed also means you're going to be better. That's a good combination. Happy and? I'm going to be happy and? 
you doing today, Walker? I'm happy and better. Man, it seems like ain't nothing going good, is it? I'm happy and better. That's how you have to be as a child of God. And see, the only way you, you can be that is to be converted. Because there's a whole lot of stuff you can look at and, and, and you could just start talking negative. If I didn't have no bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. You know, I've been around folk like that. Old guy was saying that around me. I said, well, let me move away from you then. What, what, what going on with you, Walker? I say, because if you that bad, I don't want to be around you. As a matter of fact, ain't no sense in me moving. You in my yard. Go on somewhere else. <laughs> but listen to this. Remember, if you continue in the word, you'll be blessed in all that you do. Proverbs 10 and 22. I'm not going there. But it's fitting to close with. When Solomon said clearly, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Get this. And he adds, no sorrow with it. Walk, I'm going to bless you. And it ain't going to be no sorrow with it. And sometimes as free moral agents, we'll try to add that sorrow, won't we? Lord, have mercy, something this day been so good. I know I can't understand it's been this good. Something gonna happen though. You need to quit adding stuff with it. And even if somebody try to add something with it, don't accept it. Why? He done bless you. It's just like God done bless you with a good message this morning. Don't leave here and something negative to it. And if you going over to your Aunt Lily Mae Susie Ann's house, you know how negative she is. Don't allow her to add nothing to it. And I'm done. If your husband is not following was right. You don't follow your husband. Now don't you go home telling your husband I told you not to follow him. I didn't tell you that. I, that, ain't, that that's not what I said is. I didn't say that. I, I understand Bible. Your husband is the head. But you, if, if you follow somebody that's in error. You're going to mess up yourself. I don't love nobody that much. To mess up myself for you. You got to be out your, well, follow me anyway. You got to be out your mind. Lord of mercy. Proverbs 3. We'll start at verse 5. Remember, if we trust him, he, he is a shield to all those that what? Trust him. So keep that in mind as we read Proverbs 3, 5 and follow. Trust in the Lord with all your and basically hard in the verse means your choices. Your choices. It has to do with your thinking as well, but especially your, your choices. Trust them with your choices. The steps of a good man are what? Order. I mean, trust them with your choices. Because I'm telling you something, folks can't convince you if you're not focused the way you, you need to be. They'll convince you. They'll put stuff in front of you on paper to try to, that, that has the capacity to make you believe what's on paper more so than what God said. Yeah? But that's the reason he says, trust in the Lord with how much of your heart? But then he gets into letting us see when we really trust in God. This is how you really know if you're trusting God with all your heart. Look at the first thing. When you really trust God with all your heart, the first thing you see is that you're not leaning to your own what? 
Anytime you know what God done told you or what you done read in God's word, but you're looking for an alternative, guess what? You're not trusting him with all your heart. God said, ask and it shall be given. I'm, I done asked, so I, Lord, well, maybe I need to do such and such. You're not trusting him with all your heart. Second thing, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. That means before you do anything, you're talking to him. You got your mama telling you to do this. You got your cousin telling you to do this. You got Aunt Remy telling you to do this. You got your jack leg preacher friend telling you to do this. You don't do that. You acknowledge who? God. In all your ways. And what are you going to do? Direct your path. Your, your path does not need to be totally trusted to nobody but God. And folk, folks have allowed money to guide their path. There are, there are folks in professions right now that they hate because they, they've decided on the profession based upon money. Without asking God, is this my purpose in life? Money going to come. I don't care what profession you in, money going to come. Whoever would have thought folk that cut grass would be making six-figure incomes. You got folks that cut grass that make more money than doctors, lawyers. You hear me? Cut grass. When used to, folk that cut grass with children just trying to get a little extra money. But now every way you look, somebody got a lawnmower on the back of that. Pulling a mower somewhere. That's no subject, but anyway. You got to wait for him to tell you what to do. How is he going to tell me, preacher, directly and indirectly? I'm, I'm going to tell you something I know. There are things you pray about when you get here on Sunday morning. You get your answer. Reverend up there bragging. Ain't it? No, Reverend ain't up here bragging. Reverend up here letting you know that scripture. That's one way you're going to know whether or not the preacher is seeking God. Amos 3 and 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secret, his plan unto his servant, the prophet. Believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophet, so shall you prosper. If you pray, asking God to direct your path. If you come in here on Sunday, God is going to give you an answer. That's indirectly. But sometimes, even before, even before you leave your prayer closet, he's telling you exactly what you need to do. But if you don't ask him to direct your path, you decide to do it your way, you ain't trusting God with all your heart. You trust in him, but you trust in him like you trust your friend. You trust him, but you trust in him like you trust your neighbor. And we don't need to trust God like we trust friends. Because you know friends are funny. They tell you one thing and then call somebody else and talk about how crazy you are. And some of y'all looking like, really? Yes, really. Verse 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Because won't we try to be wise? Well, if I do such and such, let me see. If I do such and such, that'll give me such and such, such and such. But on the other hand, if I do such and such, such and such, that'll give me this right here. Let me see that, 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 that. Mm, oh, God. That, that, that. Oh, God. Now, this look good. This right here look good, too. God said that. Oh, let me wait. Let me wait. Let me wait. No, you need to quit being wise. Because you can be that. But it's wrong. It's going to mess you up. Watch this right here I got, as I close it. How many in here you've ever messed yourself up by trying to be smart? Look around you. All right, let's, let's, let's go further. Lord have mercy. Do not be wise in your own what? And then finally he says, fear the Lord and depart from what? 
Anytime you start leaning to your own understanding, anytime you start taking somebody else's direction over God's direction, you start trying to be wise in your own eyes, look at what God calls it, evil, evil. Say, but doing evil. Good woman, but doing evil. Trusting God, but not with all your heart. Trusting him like he your cousin. And that's evil. But then, verse 8. If you don't lean to your own understanding. If you acknowledge him in all your ways. If, if you don't be wise in your own eyes. If you fear him and depart from evil. Notice, it will be health to your flesh. And strength to your bones. You'll be prosperous. You'll be productive in every aspect of your life. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.